Hello, hello, and welcome to the Patience Podcast. My name is Patchy Deng at Patchy Deng Jr. on Instagram, and this is my weekly podcast where I create short, no BS episodes dedicated to helping you be the person you were meant to be. Leave your comfort zone and live a fulfilling and purposeful life. Let's go. So what is fear? Well, fear is a natural, powerful, and primitive human emotions. It involves a universal biochemical response as well as a high individual emotional response. Fear alerts us to the presence of danger or the threats of harm, whether that danger is physical or psychological. Sometimes fear stems from real threat, but it can orientate it from imagined dangers. Fear can be a symptom of some mental health disorder conditions, including panic attack, social anxiety, phobias, and post-traumatic stress. And fear is composed of two primitive reactions to some sort of perceived threat, biochemical and emotional. And it's something that I used to struggle with since I was like 12 years old. And I've learned to just calm it down as I got older. And You really have to understand fear in order to overcome it. And it's something that you have to work on basically every day. So one of the best ways I use to overcome my fear is through mindfulness. With mindfulness, you are able to understand your thoughts and you are able to just let go of your thoughts because with fear, fear tries to hold you back. And what people don't realize is fear is not something that to be afraid of. Fear is there to help you. And if you see fear as a friend to help you instead of something that's horrible, then you're going to be able to understand why it's there and how you can use it to help you more. Everybody that you know or anybody that has become successful at anything, they had to understand their own fears and they had to examine their own fears. So through mindfulness... I learn to understand that my thoughts are not my thoughts. They're there for a reason. And they're there whether I like it or not. So I have to understand that fear is something that I can overcome. So just by understanding the simple things of it and trying to not control it, And you can see fear is a natural emotion and survival mechanism. When we confront a perceived threat, our body responds in a specific way. Physical response reactions to fear, including sweating, increased heart rate and high adrenaline levels that makes us extremely alert. And this is something that I sometimes still struggle with with my anxiety. I I I used to really get nervous just by doing something that is outside my comfort zone. And man, that that scared the hell out of me when I'm doing something that I've never done before. And my mind races and try to come up with new things or try to come up with perceived, imagined things to try and stop me from not doing anything. And if you let that happen, your body is going to get used to it. So every time anxiety or fear sets in, is going to go into the automatic 
into you doing what you normally do. And you got to change that pattern. And that pattern is something I had to change. So in order to overcome fear, you have to change your response to it. And one of the best ways that I've found to do that is uh, reflection, writing down your thoughts. This is so helpful. To be able to write down your thoughts helps you so much. It sees that your thoughts are some some don't make sense and you begin to process it that they're not meant to be like that and when you write them down you see how silly they look so every day you just find time to just write down your thoughts if you do that for 30 days i can tell you it's going to make a whole lot of difference for me it did and i still do it to this day i never miss a day to write down my thoughts and emotions And we're going to move on to the next topic, which is understanding the different types of fears. One of the fears is phobias. One of the aspects of anxiety disorders can be a tendency to develop a fear of fear. Some people do that, some people don't. Where most people tend to experience fear only during a situation that is perceived scary or threatened. Those who live with anxiety disorder may become afraid that they will experience a fear response. They perceive their fear response as negative and go out of their way to avoid these situations, which is something I usually struggle with. And I slowly have overcome that, which is I used to hate doing public presentations, something that scared the hell out of me just to stand in front of let's say 100 people and do a presentation my mind comes up with some really difficult things that I think is going to happen and it never happens like somebody's going to laugh at me somebody's going to tell me they can't understand me I'm going to be sweating so much I'm going to make a fool of myself and all these things run through my mind and it really, really stops you from achieving or going after goals that you love. And until you overcome that, you can't really do anything about it. So one of the ways that I had to do was do many presentations. So the first time I did a presentation, it was not good and it was hard. But after it, at the beginning, your heart is racing so much like you're about to die. And if you're somebody who experienced fear before, and I'm pretty sure you have, you know how it feels. That thing, it feels really, really, really bad. Like you really think you're going to die, but you're not. It's a perceived fear. And it's a perceived action that's going to happen. So what I did is I started doing many presentations. So whenever I took a presentations class, and I'm like, I ain't not letting fear stop stop me from anything. And I'm not going to let something that I'm scared of stop me from doing something to become better. And after a while, after doing so many things, the, the anxiety is still there or the nervousness is still there, but it's not as much because i got more practice. And as you do something more and more, you become better at it. 
So now, I don't really fear doing public presentations. In fact, I love doing them because it gives me a chance to give a presentation or teach people on a specific knowledge that I know of. And people become smarter of it. And you can meet so many people at presentations, classes. And those people, they're not letting fear stop them from doing what they're supposed to be doing. And let's find out, or let's, let me talk about the causes of fear. Well, as you can see, fear is an compl- incredibly complex issue. Some fears may be a result of experiences, like what I said about when I was little, people used to always make fun of me, which got to my brain and then turned into this trauma thing, but that's another story for another day. While others may represent a fear of something else entirely, such as a loss of control, but still other fears may occur because there are physical symptoms, such as being afraid of heights, because they make you feel dizzy and sick to your stomach. Some common fear triggers include certain objects or situations, such as spiders, snakes, heights, flying, imagined events, which is I'm very good at. <laughs> I'm pretty sure most people are. Imagine events, real environment dangers, the unknown. Certain fears tend to be innate and maybe evolutionary influence because they are aided in survival. And as you understand this, fear is needed for humans. Without fear, like back when the when humans were first created, fear was good because it kept you alive. If if you didn't have fear, then you wouldn't survive. So it was a surviving mechanism when humans were alive, but as in 2020, Fear really has no purpose unless you're in a perceived danger which goes into flight or fight or flight. But with that, fear is not something that you should let you you should let it stop you from achieving your goals or doing things that you are afraid and you know they're good for you. Because at the end of the day, it's your life. So you can't waste it being afraid. Because as it as the saying goes, you rather try something and fail than not try something and live with regret. And regret really is really painful to face instead of, oh, I tried this and it didn't work out. But I know it didn't work out, so I got an answer. But if you don't do it, you're going to have this regret for a long time and it never goes away. It's forever. And most people don't realize that. So the four ways that I've found to help me cope with my fear is number one, having the right people around you. If you got the right people around you to help you when you're going through fear or just somebody you can talk to, just call somebody who can just come to you or somebody you can call and just tell them what's on your mind. Just tell them that something is on my mind and I need some advice on it. That person may be feeling the same thing and you can both talk about it and it'll help you help you understand that you are not alone and fear is something that all of us struggle with. It's not only you. 
And having supportive, supportive people in your life can help you manage your feelings of fear, which is something that I had in my life and it make it made it so much easier for me to overcome my fears. And another thing is, which I talked about before, is mindful, is practice mindfulness. While you cannot always prevent certain emotions, being mindful can help you can help you manage them and replace negative thoughts with positive ones. This is a really, really big one. When you can replace your negative thoughts with helpful one. It's something that I struggle with to still to this day with negative thoughts. When it comes to when I want to do anything, I always have these negative thoughts which I still need to address, but I don't know where they come from. Whenever I want to get started or do something that I really like, these negative thoughts come into my head like, you're going to fail, no one is going to like this, there's no point of doing it, you're not good enough. But once you begin to examine them at light and you ask yourself, why am I thinking like this? Why are these negative thoughts like this? Are they true? So write all of them down and then start examining them. Like, for example, which is a good example I learned from someone is take your thoughts to court. So take those thoughts and then make an argument for it. So if it says you're not good enough, well, where's the evidence? You're doing everything that you can to become the best person you can be. So that's definitely not true. You're always good enough. Another thing is, is no one is going to like it. Well, you don't get to decide that if you want to do something, other people do. And the matter of fact is, the process of doing it should be your main priority. So getting better and loving what you do should be your main thing. So don't worry about if people like it or not. And another thing is, um, you can really replace your negative thoughts with is another thing is same as writing it down, you can listen to guided meditation. And guided meditation is something that I practice too every single day. And if you are somebody who's never done meditation before, I suggest you download any apps. There's a really good app called Oak and it's for free. And it's one of the best free apps I've ever used. And it's really simple to use. And there's guided meditation for beginners. So if you want to start improving your anxiety or your fear, download that app, Oak, and then try the guided meditation and do for like two minutes if you want or four minutes if you want. Maybe even 10 minutes if you're ready for it. And then do that for two weeks or more. And you see a much difference to how you respond when it comes to your everyday um, situations or interaction. And it can help you replace those negative thoughts too. And another way, another way to cope with fear is through using stress management techniques. And another thing is, is through breathing. Learning to control your breathing. And it's something that I practice too with deep breathing every time. You just take one minute whenever you're feeling stressed and just focus on your breathing for that minute. And it's going to calm you down and it's going to help you just a little bit improve your, your mental health and 
becoming better. And another thing you can do is is taking care of your health. This one is a big thing. And if you are somebody who don't take care of their health, this can really change everything. For me, eating well is something that I pride myself on, is to eat the right food every single day. Make sure I'm eating healthy food because junk food don't are not really good for your health. So eating the right amount, or not the right amount, eating healthy food every single day, such having vegetables, having fruits, and having healthy food really helps with anxiety and fear. And another thing is getting regular exercise. Getting regular exercise makes a huge difference. But with the lockdown right now, just going for a walk for 30 minutes, it's so relaxing. Just putting your phone down and going for a walk really, really makes a huge difference. For me, I've been doing that for the last three months, three times a week, putting my phone down, leave it at home, go for a walk and just feel the breeze and just look around and see how amazing life is. To be able to walk around when the sun is shining and you can see people walking along, you just, you love it. And you understand how simple life is and the things that you need and the things that you don't need and the things you can control. When you work on the things you can control, it makes life so much easier. And those helpful walks makes a huge difference. And it's like meditation too, to just to go for a walk. And We're going to move on and talk about the two ways to help you overcome your fear. One way is systematic desensitization. With systematic desensitization, you're gradually led through a series of exposed situations. For example, if you have a fear of snakes, you may spend the first session with your therapist talking about snakes. Slowly, over substantial sessions, your therapist would lead you through looking at pictures of snakes, playing with snake toys, and eventually handing a live snake. This is usually accompanied by learning and applying new coping techniques to manage fear response. Another thing is called flooding. Flooding, this is a type of exposure therapy, which is something that I do with my fear. That can be quite successful and it really works. Flooding bases on the premises that your fear is a learned behavior and you need to unlearn it. With flooding, you are exposed to a vast quantity of fear objects or exposed to a fear situation for a prolonged amount of time in a safe, controlled environment until fear diminishes. For instance, if you're afraid of plane, you go up in one anyway. The point is to go through the fear and feel it. So you understand that fear is an illusion in your mind and it's stopping you from experiencing good things in life. The point is to get you past the overwhelming anxiety and potential panic to a point where you have to confront your fear and eventually realize that you're okay. This can help reinforce a positive reaction. You're not in danger. With a feared event being in the sky on a plane, ultimately getting you past the fear. These techniques can really help you improve your anxiety. Once you understand that fear is not something to be to be scared of, it's not something that you need to to let you hold you back. 
is something you can overcome by just being exposed to it. So face your fears and ultimately you'll be able to get through them and understand that fear is an illusion. And that's all for the show today. Thank you for listening. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast, share it, tell your friends, and make sure to please rate and review the podcast. If you want to learn more, subscribe to my newsletter, which is going to be on the below the links. You'll find out what you need to know below the links. And thank you so much for listening to this podcast. And I'll see you next week.